because you mostly saw like the enclaves of like different halal cuisines like in you know harlem or in bay ridge or jackson heights you know you would only experience like you know daisy food arab food african food and people didn't have that many options to try other stuff so like i feel like you would only see those kind of restaurants back then like 10 15 years ago and now it's like you have vietnamese food thai food korean food all kinds of different food now the halal food podcast by halal run the number one guide to halal eating options in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. On our podcast, we feature inspiring and accomplished Muslims in the West from all backgrounds. We talk to them about their lives and the halal places where they love to eat. This is part two of our three-part conversation with the Muslim foodies, a leading prominent blogger or team of bloggers in the New York City area. In part two, we dig into the heart of the conversation, which is some of their recommendations for halal places to check out in New York. If you enjoy what you're listening to, make sure to hit that like button. Now over to the conversation. All right, so I'm going to ask you one more question before we start talking about it the main subject which is food right <laughs> um the um you know t- tell me a bit about like from each of your perspectives like you, sounds like you're all from the new york area originally right like queens bronx brooklyn like where you know where did you grow up where where are your families from originally like what part of the world like you know people you know we have a lot of bloggers who are south asian some are arab some are you know different for some are african um so what, you know, what's your family background? And then how is, as a New Yorker myself too, like how have you seen, each of you seen the New York halal food scene slash options evolve like over your lifetime here? And, and I mean, we can go in any order or I can just call. So why don't we start with uh, Tahira? Uh, so I was actually born and raised uh, in Parkchester, Bronx. Um, that is that is my home. That is my rounding force. Um, and... When I was growing up, there was really no nearby halal. Like Parchester now has boomed because there's so many, so many, so many Muslims in that area now. Like a lot of, a lot flock to that area. So now we have different options like halal pizza, burgers, um, meats, curries, biryanis, like all, all sorts. Um, but when I was growing up, it was really this Kennedy fried chicken and then Musa halal Chinese opened up. And I remember like Musa Halal holds a special place in my heart because I really feel like that was such a defining moment for Parkchester. Um, like, you know, you have your chain restaurants like your Kennedy's, but to actually get Asian food, I guess, like I wasn't used to that. Um, my family is from Guyana, so I was raised on a lot of curries, a lot of rices, rotis. So to have, oh my God, I want sesame chicken or general salads, beef and broccoli. Um, like, you know, my parents wouldn't aren't cooking that, so... Musa was like this defining moment for me and probably the real start of like me wanting to try other cuisines than your basic fried chickens or your curries. Um, but yeah, Parkchester has now like boomed. Um, there's a halal meat store in like every corner now because of the, just the population there. So even just going back home is really, I don't know, just special. Cool. All right. Uh, what about you, Jinya? Um, I was born in Bangladesh. I came here as a newborn. I um, have lived in Ozum Park pretty much my whole life. Um, and there wasn't really, you know, like halal options near me, except for like a few um, halal supermarkets. Um, and then like this like halal pizza slash fried chicken store opened up and it was kind of like the, the talk of the town back when I was in like middle school or um, I think elementary school. Um, and, you know, everyone would just go there. 
So we would always get pizza all the time. Or like we, we would be able to try pepperoni pizza. It was really cool. Um, and I think like as growing up, seeing the halal, the New York City halal landscape, the food landscape change, um, it's changed so much. Um, even like because of the pandemic, I think a lot of things have just kind of turned in a way that I, I wasn't expecting. Um, a lot of restaurants have unfortunately closed down because of the pandemic, but I think a lot of new kind of new age halal restaurants have opened up. There's like new ideas, there's new concepts being brought forth, um, you know, in the last like two, three years. Um, and I think that's mostly in due to part of people wanting to try different things. You know, there's just like this novelty element of like people wanting to just try different you know, Mexican food for the first time or um, Korean food for the first time. It's kind of like there's this like element of like this newness um, where, oh, I haven't been able to try this in a halal version my whole life. So let me just go try it now. Um, and I think it's also like a lot of it uh, is contributed to like first generation, mm -hmm. second generation um, kids who, you know, who, who whose parents are probably just like came to um, America like 20 years ago or 30 years ago and they weren't able they weren't able to like experience halal cuisine to its fullest um because you mostly saw like you know the the enclaves of like different halal cuisines like in you know harlem or in bay ridge or jackson heights you know you would only experience like you know daisy food arab food uh food uh, african food and people didn't have that many options to try other stuff so like i feel like you would only see those kind of restaurants back then, like like 10, 15 years ago. And now it's like you have Vietnamese food, Thai food, Korean food, all kinds of different food now. Um, and I only see it expanding, com completely expanding. Very cool. Okay, and Samin, what about your story? Um, so I am originally, me and my family, we're originally from Pakistan. And I came here, or we settled down in New York uh, back, in like 2003 so like when I was eight years old and then um, I live in an area I'm from Ridgewood New York which is like in Queens um, I don't know I don't know if a lot of people know about it but it's like borderline Brooklyn and Queens and my I grew up with a lot of um, Eastern Europeans so in my neighborhoods there was a lot of, we had a lot of uh, Polish people Balkan people like you know um, so a lot of like Europeans and I think we were the only Pakistani or like Desi family in that neighborhood or in that like you know or at least like in like a, a five block um like a dinner but like so I really didn't grow up with anything halal outside of my house we just ate like you know at home and outside of my house it was just pizza every day like I would just go to school and across the street of my school was like a pizzeria so we just have like pizzeria pizza and um and then when I went to Manhattan that is like Ridgewood didn't really have a lot to offer then, so I would always hang out in Manhattan, and that's when like you know um, I was introduced to halal cart food actually because we didn't even have halal cart food in my neighborhood, <laughs> so um, my halal experience kind of started there. Like we had like cart food, and um, and then like you know from there on, that's when like you know I started exploring Manhattan more for like like you know halal other halal options. But like Jania said, during that time, it was a lot of a lot of the halal options you would find were um, cuisines that were like you know from countries that were predominantly Muslim. So like you know, um, like Jania mentioned, African um, African countries, like you know South Asian countries, and like you know Middle Eastern countries. So that was like what you were kind of limited to. Um, and then, 
and like you know central asian like all of that like afghan food and stuff um but like as like you know after i think yeah like i think what Junia said like during like covid or like not even i guess like yeah like during when i was in college around like 2017 onward um well after i graduated we did see an increase in um or like halal food expanding to other cuisines like american italian korean um thai so we did see a lot of that and to add on to what Junia said i do think that being like first generation um and second like this first generation second generation kids like growing up like you know in this community in like new york in like a very diverse city i think that contributed a lot to it because like they had friends from like everywhere right so and then wanting to try those cuisines and like you know um and then also like adopting and like wanting to try it like you know but they only halal so like just i think now we have a lot of business oriented um people so like i think they just were like you know what let's open a restaurant and then let's open it with like you know something that I've always wanted to try so and that's where like you know we had we also had like the whole Biria thing during um during the COVID time where like Biria became like a huge thing um and then we had our first Halal Biria store in um Bayside and yeah so I think that's like you know it's and like Julia said um I think it's only gonna expand from here awesome so now let's move on to the main event which is you know uh Food recommendations from the Muslim foodies. So, you know, you're each in, you know, you're, you're together, you're one team, but now you each grew up in different areas and now you live in different areas. Um, why don't we, you know, go through uh, each of your sort of like things, you know, places to check out in the tri in the New York or tri-state area. Um, so why don't we start with, uh, uh, with Jinnia? Like, what are some places you like or that our viewers should check out, whether they're like all one cuisine or all one borough or all different? Like, what 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 do you got? Um, so I guess the first place would be um, Asian Taste 86. It's a, it's a very um, small, I guess, I think family-run Indonesian restaurant um, in Elmer's. I personally really love Indonesian food. I think it's my favorite cuisine. I just really love and enjoy like the sweet and spicy flavors, the incorporation of like sambal and coconut milk and like all that stuff. And I just really love, um, you know, just the taste of all that. Um, and I try to go to the um, Indonesian food bazaar often too, because I I always tell to hear and to me like, I'm going to go to the, the Indonesian food bazaar this month. Um, and I never end up going because of just things just happen. Um, but I really love Indonesian food. Um, I love the soups, the satays, the um, the fried chicken. It's just all so good to me. Um, I also like um, Momo Crave in Woodside. Um, I'm a huge dumpling fan. I love dumplings. Um, they have like 12 variations of Momos, um, either chicken or beef. And it's, it's actually not Muslim owned. They actually just incorporate all halal meat. They get it from, um, I believe, Jackson Heights. Um, and I just love dumplings and <laughs> it just makes me so happy. <laughs> um, their chopped momo is really good. That I always get that every time I go. Um, and their tandoori momo is also really, really good. Um, and I guess like my final place would be BK Johnny. Um, I, I think they have the best lamb chops ever. Um, even though it's very, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it's very pricey, but you know, lamb is pricey across the board. Um, but their lamb chops are like legendary. Like I've never had a better lamb chop than BK Johnny's and their burgers are also very good. Yeah. I've probably eaten at BK Johnny a hundred times, maybe, <laughs> maybe possibly more. 
possibly more. They're awesome. Those are great picks. And I've actually tried Momo Crave too. Like that was that that's a that's a great spot. So um and for those of you watching, you know, it's getting close to lunchtime in New York and I think we're all getting really hungry talking about this, but we're we're gonna keep going. All right. So Samin, what are what are some spots, you know, in the five boroughs or anywhere in any cuisine whatever that, that you think our our viewers should check out if they live in New York or if they come to New York? Um so I think for my favorite or like these are the restaurants that I I guess like that live in my head. Um one of them would be Mudu, which is uh chicken and noodle ball, which is a Korean um chicken and noodle spot in Queens. And um I just love ramen, I guess. And I love fried chicken and uh boneless fried chicken actually. I don't, like don't come at me, but I love boneless fried chicken. Um, and Mudu has like every single time I went there, it hasn't disappointed me. I've always enjoyed it. I love the atmosphere there. Um, and it's also a non-Muslim owned restaurant, but, um, they have only, they have incorporated halal meat to like, you know, accommodate like, you know, for the community and stuff like that. And which was amazing. So when we first found that out, I was really excited. And that restaurant has like, you know, I always think about it. Um, Another restaurant I would say to check out will be Masawa, which is if you if anyone wants to try like Ethiopian food, halal Ethiopian food. This was the first time I had um, halal Ethiopian uh, food that had like well Ethiopian food that had meat in it, which was halal. And um, I think maybe that's why I like always think about it because it was so good. The flavors were all there. Because um, aside from that, I think I've only had just the vegetarian options at Ethiopian restaurants. Um, but yeah, like this was the first time I had a lot of Ethiopian meat and it was like a game changer. I think about that a lot. It's just so far up in like Manhattan that like I don't get to visit as often as I would want to, but I would definitely um, recommend it. And like I said, the atmosphere is great there too. It's an amazing spot. Um, I also really enjoy Soul Spot whenever like I'm in like uh, the Dumbo area. Um, soul food um, is just it's it's everyone needs to try it it's just so good like I don't think anyone I don't think I've met anyone um or at least in my friend circle that has said that they don't like soul spot or like they don't like mac and cheese or like you know that like they their mac and cheese is so good and their jerk chicken is really good um so I love that's another place I love going and then my last place I would say is um no pork halal and I don't know why but like that place just like has my heart i don't i think it's because i grew up watching like a lot of television and then in television american television everyone's always doing takeout for like like american fast food chinese food and i think that's why i just love american fast food chinese so no for kolo is like the first time or the first um chinese um like you know halal food american chinese halal food that i had and i don't know i just love it so much so i always go to it it's always like the same like it's 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 like you get you get it to go it's like a fast like you know like it is it's fast food like you know you could just like order it and like you just like you have it like you know near dumbo um or like you know if i'm always on a drive if i'm ever on a drive like just like you know have like my chinese food on the side and just eat it while i'm driving but yeah like those are the, the places that i would definitely um like recommend or just check out and i also think no pork halal which i i'm familiar with as well uh might have the most genius halal restaurant name oh yes oh yes I do, I do wish that they do. I feel like if they like, um, kind of like renovate a little bit, they'll have like, they'll, I mean, they're all, they're so packed all the time. Every time I went, they're so busy, but I feel like they'll be, they have like the potential to be even more busier. 
but like it's just like you know like it's it feels like a hole in the wall when you go there because like it's just very like it's a small place there's like nowhere to eat there's like nowhere to sit but um just like you know aside from like the renovation part like that's a great spot and I feel like I tried introducing it to my cousins and they were just like oh we don't know like it doesn't we don't know this doesn't look really nice but I was like no trust me the food is good (laughs) awesome awesome picks okay uh Tahira I you know although you are like originally from the Bronx um, I understand you spend a fair amount of time in New Jersey now. Uh, so, um, uh, how about, do you, do you have like recommendations for viewers, you know, in New Jersey or who visit New Jersey? Cause New Jersey also has a tremendous number of halal restaurants also like exploding recently. Yeah. I was just about to say, I was like, I feel like New Jersey is just like on the up and up. Um, I really haven't had any food in New Jersey that I, I haven't absolutely loved, but a lot of my food places are really due to my comfort. Um, I, like food that just makes me feel really good and really homey and wholesome. Um, you know, for instance, like if I want comfort dumplings, like I'm with Ginny, dumplings are like hold a special place in my heart. You can never go wrong with a dumpling. Um, so if I wanted to get a comfort dumpling in Jersey, I'd probably go to Momo King. Um, and it's like this really small, they took like a restaurant and it divided it into stalls. So one of the stalls is Momo King and it's just like this really tiny restaurant, but the momos there are just packed with flavor. It's really fresh, um, and like really juicy. And I think like that's like a key part of a dumpling is just to have that really good juice in it. Um, you know, if I want, I actually first tried uh, Palestinian food and I first had my first uh, makluba and that was from Olive Bistro and that changed my life. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Not that I don't understand, but it's just the amount of flavor um, in that one dish and the way like the chicken fell off the bone and like, I don't know, like the whole presentation of it, the whole, you know, mastermind who decided like if your, your makluba is only perfect if it comes out in the shape of the pot. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know, who thinks of these things? But like when you look at it, it's just cuisine art. Um, you know, if I want hot chicken, let's say I would probably go to Fluffy's and Fluffy's actually opening up few more locations which is really nice but right now the locations up in north jersey um kind of forgot the city but like fluffy's hot chicken sandwich is probably the best that i've had um if i we're gonna start a war right now i know i know there's 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 too many hot chicken spots hot hot chicken sandwiches is a controversial topic because people like everyone has their passionate like you know yeah mine is fluffies like fluffies when i first had them i was like this and i don't know like the way they just a lot i feel like with a lot of hot chicken sandwiches people just flavor the outside and the actual meat itself is not seasoned or like didn't get a good brining i don't know what it is but um fluffies Fluffy's does it best, in my opinion, and hopefully, you know, there's not a war happening um, <laughs> after this is posted. Um, for burgers, I would probably go to Zach's or Smashville, and honestly, like, funny story, um, I actually, like, last July, I was driving to New York, and I had my first tire blowout, and I nearly, like, crashed into, like, I swerved, almost crashed into the concrete um, barrier, and I remember just being so shaken up by it. And at the end of the day, I didn't make it to New York. I was actually going on a Muslim foodie run. Um, so I was rushing, but I don't know, like my tire just conked out on me. And so I, at the end of the day, I was just like, I just want smash rolls. And I just sat quietly in the car until I got my smash rolls, until I ate it. And all I wanted was the double patty and the hot fries. And that like, that revived me almost. Like it was just, it was pretty funny to watch me go from a zero to 
like 95. Um, so yeah, I feel like um, for Jersey, you know, the hot pot, hot pot was something that I didn't like at first um, until I had Beijing hot pot. And now like that's the spot again, like it's, it's a comfort thing if I'm in the area or out, I would probably drive the hour just to go and get it. Um, again, like for comfort, if I, I don't know, if I had a bad day at work, I'll be like, you know what, we're gonna get some hot pot to here, uh, let's go. <laughs> um, so, and for, you know, packing inspired food would probably be coca. I think they really do their street food really nice. Um, I don't think I ever had the lamb chops from BK Johnny, but I had the lamb chops from coca. And I am actually not really a big lamb eater, but coca's lamb chops were very memorable. <laughs> Um, in comparison to BK Johnny's, I have no idea, but um, Coca's, again, comfort food, their sauces, the way that they cook their meats, um, burgers, everything is just done really on well. So a lot of my places are in New Jersey, and all of them are focused on what food really means to me, and it's bringing me comfort. That's awesome. So I'm just going to follow up on one thing, so because I, you know, you can probably tell right now I love burgers, and I also know the area. So you mentioned uh, you mentioned Zach's as the, assuming the one in like Princeton Junction or that one. Oh no, uh, this one is East Brunswick on Riders Lane. It's actually like a new location that they opened up. Got it. So what do you like about Zach's? Um, Zach's. So the thing about Zach's is that they have so many different burgers. I really love the quality of the meat that they're using. Like you can tell it's not frozen per se. Um, like everything is. I don't know. It's just really made fresh. Um, I like the variety of their burgers. Like. Compared to Smashville, Smashville, you're going to get either a single patty or a double patty, and they really have the onions, the sauce, and your ketchup pickles, and that's that's your burger. But with Saks, you're able to customize more, get different toppings, bacon. Um, their bacon cheese fries are, again, comfort. <laughs> but it's so good. Um, like very rarely do I ever drive past Riders Lane and not stop in at Zach's specifically for their bacon cheese fries. But their, their burgers are really... Um, I think for the area as well, like we don't really have a lot of halal burger spots here, but I think Zach's does it really well where they give everybody a little bit of something and they also have their chicken sandwiches and their veggie options. Um, their milkshakes are really good. I think it's like what, what you think about like an all Americana sort of burger spot. I, that, that res Zach's resonates with me with that. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Halal Run is the number one guide to halal eating options in the U.S., Canada, and U.K. We have over 17,000 listings in our directory in over 2,500 cities across North America and the U.K. You can find us on our website, halalrun.com, or on all our socials, where everywhere we are at Halal Run. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please make sure to subscribe so we can bring you more content just like this. We are here to serve you.